so grateful to have you here. Um, I want you to kind of properly introduce yourself to our listeners. Um, we would love to have that proper introduction. So if you don't mind introducing us with your name and kind of tell us more about yourself. Uh, I'm an artist. My name is uh, Father Dude. I sing a lot of different variations of uh, R&B and soul music, uh, vocals, and writing over different types of music uh, in R&B, pop, and uh, hip-hop, and in and rock. Kind of uh, genre-bending, but uh, soulful is the, is the, uh, the, the tether. And one thing I want to kind of share with our listeners, if they haven't heard of you before, I had a chance to be introduced to you on NBC Soundland season two. And that's one of my favorite shows um, that came on television. And I love seeing your episode with Usher and also seeing Ryan and Esther and Shane. And it was just such a great episode. Um, the song that you had sung was Billions. Um, do you mind kind of sharing where did the um, inspiration come from from that song? Well, thanks for also checking that out, and um, I'm glad to be. I'm glad that led us here. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a song I actually wrote probably uh, a year and a half to two years before uh, the show. Uh, just started it at home, and honestly, um, you know, it was a little it was a little more synth uh, oriented, and eventually I, I invited some of my collaborators on it to help. Uh, finished the production and brought in uh, some guitars and it just kind of became this confluence of, uh, of all these genres, like uh, has some really twangy guitars in it. So it has these, then there's sections in it that are, that are very soulful and have old school, you know, four part harmony and things like that. So it was a, uh, it was a special thing sonically for me. I did know that that record was, it was, was unique and I was hoping it would find its place into, you know, people's ears. And that show definitely helped, uh, Songland definitely helped get it out there. But, uh, the idea of the whole song was billions, you know, uh, in, in that, um, you know, there's almost 8 billion people in the world. And the, the fact that if you find somebody who suits you as a partner, it's a pretty, uh, miraculous thing, you know, uh, just the sheer, the numbers will tell you uh, that might not happen. So when it does, you know, appreciate it. And one thing that I really got from that record, it sounded a lot like Prince, like you had Prince vibes and, and your tone is so similar to like a D'Angelo or Bala. And, and you have so many different ways of interpreting music. And I just loved it. I thought that Usher was going to actually choose that song, but it was just such <laughs> a great, great record for you. And, um, I've been following your career because I also heard a song that you did called Eyes on You. Oh, and really? That's awesome. Yes, yes. And and one of the lyrics that really stood out to me um, when you have, are they just messing with your mind, trying to get into your head and take over your life? What did that kind of mean when you came up with those lyrics to that song? Oh, man. I'm uh, taking you way back. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, literally, I'm like, uh, what was I thinking at that time? Uh um, I'm just trying to, trying to think of that song. It's, it's, it was mainly about, you know, voyeurism, you know, which is something where, you know, I, I'm a little bit older. I, I've been in the industry for a long time. So I feel like I've this perspective I have on the fact that our privacy is, is not ours anymore. And I've lived long enough to know a time where it was definitely more ours. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
you know, living through the advent of the internet and then increasingly have less and less privacy. The idea that, you know, nothing you do is uh, without, you know, being recorded, without being recorded, you know, everything from walking down the street and there's uh, cameras on every street and there's cameras in our phone and everybody's listening and all that stuff. So, you know, it's just the idea of uh, kind of existing and living with that. And I wrote that song, I don't even know, six years ago. So that Mm -hmm. was, it's, (laughs) I would say things have gotten pretty more, more, you know, have gotten more intense in those regards. But uh, so I, I do think that song still holds up, at least in theme. I think so too. And I mean, there's other songs that you've done collaborations on. Is there one song that really stands out to you when you collab with someone and you were like, man, this was like a dream collaboration for you. Any kind of song that stands out to you? Um, you know, there's a song and I might as well mention them too, because we work very closely. Um, brass tracks, uh, you know, uh, Ivan has produced, uh, this whole new, a lot of new music we've been doing and I'm going to go out and guest on some of their tour coming up. So we're always collaborating. We always have been since 2015, but the first record that we did together for, <clears throat> for brass tracks, good love EP was called telling the truth. <clears throat> and it's probably one of my favorite songs. It just kind of happened. Uh, you know, it just kind of happened. <laughs> one, of, one of those, you know, we've made, <laughs> we've made so many songs together, but it's, you know, it's like music is like dating, you know, collaborating with people. It's like dating, you you know, you can collaborate with, you know, there's, there's a million attractive people out there, you know, mm-hmm. as far as dating goes, but it takes more than just that, that makes, you know, the connection you two have special, you know, that makes an evening special on those, that type of approach applies for music. You know, you can throw everybody in the studio together. You can throw Elton John in the studio with, uh, you know, Megan the Stallion and would, so I mean, who knows? Maybe something great would come out of it. it does, but it doesn't necessarily mean two great artists equal a great song. This just happened to be one of those things where it's like, wow, with something, something was right. Something like it was like, okay. Right. So, <laughs> I think got, that's amazing. Sorry. I, yeah, we, I love that. Thank you. And one thing I want to kind of talk about is just let's kind of talk about different genres mm-hmm. of music because I know we have like hip hop, we have of course electronic, we have all different genres is there one genre that you feel the most connected to um i mean it's all like i said it's all around soul to me and you know it doesn't necessarily mean the soul genre but anything that i love is you know comes from artists that you can truly hear uh and when you hear the word soul, you know, like it means intention in the music, mm-hmm. you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be R&B, uh, you know, but um, I grew up playing in rock bands. I play, I grew up uh, playing in jazz groups and, and jazz fusion things and uh, concert band, a lot of different things like that. But uh, I was introduced to a lot of people and I was, I was, I was listening to everything, but I feel like at, at some point or another in my career, I've, been lucky enough to collaborate with good people in a lot of different types of genres. And, uh, I mean, I love metal, like metal is one of my biggest influences. And, uh, but as much as I love, you know, uh, Napalm Death, I love, uh, you know, Stevie Wonder and, you know, uh, I, I my, my, my brain is drawing a blank. If I could, it's okay. I can't, let me help you with that. Like I want to yeah. kind of maybe talk about like some, music that influenced me so i i think of 
um, a lot of Frank Sinatra when I was younger and just being able and my family kind of introduced me to different genres and then maybe even like a Karen Clark, like a gospel singer and then going from gospel to even just R&B, like even like a Bobby Brown, like even with the beats and certain types of music. And and then you can find pop artists like, of course, we have like Lady Gaga and other people who are doing different things that most people, you know, it's being reinventive in different ways. But I think, like you said, it comes from the soul. And I think that it's more of a vibe and that you catch or you feel with the song. But that's why I loved when I heard your cover, Redbone. You know, mm. I thought that was like really cool. It's just like, you know, many people have their expectations of what they expect people to sound like or to, to, to express and emote. But I loved just the way you were able to make the song your own. And and I think like that goes back to like the intonation in our voice and, and how we share our experiences. And I think that goes back into songwriting, which was why I thought you were so great for that show is it wasn't just about singing. And I think that's where a lot of artists, um, you know, some of the best singers in the world may not make it as being celebrities, but it's about what do you convey and how people can connect with you. And that's one thing I love about your music, like no complaints, you know, that being a really good song and, and city nights, you know, um, to kind of be aware of things you've been featured on and, and those experiences because you really have a unique tone and a voice and a message. So, um, that's, I've, that's, that's the point that that's like, that's, I really appreciate that. But that, and that's the thing is like the, those songs and the music we're talking about, you know, uh, you kind of like refreshing my own memory of my catalog, which is really cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> but it, but it really is the theme. And I, I'll tell you this, there's been many times in my career where, you know, people are very, you know, as artists, we're trying to make it easy for listeners to find our music. Um, and sometimes somebody might say, well, I want to do this genre. I want to do, you know, rock. And I should do an appropriately named rock project that has rock sounding music that'll find its way into rock playlists for rock listeners. And and then there's a person, the same musician might want to do, you know, more soulful stuff that fits in, you know, or like, you know, singing over lo-fi stuff. And it's like a very specific niche thing. Like what I've been doing, like you mentioned, the synthwave stuff is a, there's a very niche world for that style, but it's all, it's all the same stuff. And like, I think, like you said, the common thread is my vocal and the genres are all, all lend themselves well to songs good songs and at the end of the day i could give you know a good producer a great song which has a verse and a structure a verse a, a pre a hook and they can make that in any genre because a good song can be interpolated many times over and that's the strength of songwriting is that you know you can't it's undeniable and you could you could dress it up in any sort of way but it's a great song I love that. And I, your music is like poetry, I think. And speaking of which, I want to talk about your new song, Piss You Off. Where <laughs> did that come from, <laughs> that title and just kind of the message behind that song? Do you mind kind of sharing with us um, what were you thinking of when you had that song in your mind? Uh, well, it's part of a project called Death of Me. And the whole concept uh, was kind of playing off of, uh, you know, my life, but making it even more uh, comic book like um, exaggerated version of it where uh, I ride around Gotham in my motorcycle and I go out and I'm part of the nightlife and uh, it's very much you know been my life for a while and uh, this was kind of like this kind of story 
where the character, you know, or father dude in this case falls in love. Um, there's more to this story in a separate project, but as of right now, this, this story, the death of me is essentially the death of self. When you find somebody, uh, a relationship, you know, when you find a partner and part of you has to kind of be, uh, you know, part of you has to die in order for you to fully give yourself to this relationship, to somebody new. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just the thing that has to happen when, two people come together and uh, for the, you know, the greater good of their relationship. And, you know, in the context of falling in love, there's all these, uh, you know, getting to know somebody, the instant attraction, the, you know, the spark, the, the first, you know, tension, uh, the first, you know, fight and all that type of stuff. So piss you off was kind of like, you know, when you're first getting to know somebody and everything's going great. And then all of a sudden, something's off and you don't know why <laughs> and this, right. is, this is that and then eventually hopefully you have a good enough relationship that you can communicate why the why one of you is pissed off and you can read each other but this is like the beginning where you're like if i pissed you off i pissed you off without knowing and that's the lyric so it's just like it's it's that song where it's like especially like the first parts of these songs uh, by the way that one kind of has a double i'd like to have double meanings in a lot of my music um it was also about the industry uh, a lot of my stuff, you know, is hidden behind the uh, the guise of it's a relationship, you know, or it's a, you know, a you and me thing. But a lot of it has to do with just dealing with being a career artist. Piss you off. I, you know, it starts with I'm too old to be dealing with the bullshit. I'm too long in the tooth to engage with it. Uh, you know, it's a lot of the feelings of being getting older as an artist and kind of just getting sick of certain things that, uh, you know, the industry does that might be perceived as taking advantage of you uh and uh a lot of the things that you do in life and then you're kind of like you're over it and you don't want to go back so mm -hmm. uh you know kind of th that song has a couple different meanings to me but i like for people to kind of take it as whatever they want to take it as and i love that that you mentioned just not even just about the industry in general but just like life as we get older we go through experiences and sometimes we have to go through things a different way or even going through a challenge um it's hard for us to find the growth in it when we're so used to negativity or maybe the same pushbacks that maybe you ain't starting your career into where you are now but one thing i want to encourage you you have such an amazing talent and i i always tell people it's it's not about how you start it's about um the, how you leave people and the experiences you leave people with and with songwriting and singing, I think that based on what I've heard from you in the past to where you are now, you have not only a great career ahead of you, but you're going to be able to influence so many of the younger generation that's going to, you know, come into your music like I did and being able to learn more about you. And I think like that is a, pretty much just shows you about how to persevere and never to give up. Um, like I said, if I wasn't flipping by the television, I was like, I heard your music before, but then I was like, oh, I know that guy. And I think that that's just is something where you can connect music, the artists, the artistry um, and being able to be aware of that. The intention behind your music is is the most important thing. But I know that you have been on different platforms, um, correct, like Spotify, YouTube. Um, can you kind of share like um, what is one bit of advice you would give to a young kid who's just starting out into the music business? Is there any advice you would give that person? Um, starting out in the music business, not starting out doing music, right? Yes. The music business in the business, the business side is, uh, 
is definitely not about the music um, mm-hmm. in, in, in a lot of sense. But you have to um, – I'd say this. If there was one thing I would go back and say to – you know, myself, and I wish I just did more of it. I, at this point, I just wish I released more music. And I wish I didn't feel so, uh, you know, careful about releases. And there have been different times in my life where I wasn't ready to release, or I was signed to a label, and, you know, it was kind of out of my control about what I could release. There's always been an, a reason or excuse to kind of, you know, be a little uh, to, to slow the roll as far as, you know, your output. But the reality is, getting music out has only done good things for me. And I literally have to wake up every day and keep continue to say this to myself. It's a lesson I have to continually uh, remind myself of, which is do the work. It doesn't have to be perfect. It, it doesn't have to be everything you saw in your head, but you do have to see it through and you have to get it to the finish line because the worst thing you can do is, you know, uh, leave this earth with, you know, things that weren't able to be shared uh that's that's the job you know the job is you're a musician and you have to share the music we we, yeah i do it for myself yeah you should have you know if you do a creative outlet it should be for you but it is to be shared and if you're doing if you're entering business the whole point is for more people to hear it so just let your music live it might not go crazy every release might not be successful uh but the whole point is you know this is who you are so just keep continue to li- just continue to live it. And I loved it. And I think that advice could even go into someone who's just starting into music, even outside of music business, just following your dreams, um, not going with no reservations. I think reservations plays a huge role um, with maybe people who struggle, maybe with self-confidence or maybe they don't know how they fit in into the, their own you know skin. I think that music is a healing um, way of people connecting but it's also a way for people to kind of redefine you know what genres what types of musicians they they look up to or emulate or even where they want to go in their careers i think music plays a huge role in kind of being able to to help guide you in your decision making so i really have been inspired by talking with you today and just kind of sharing a lot of your history and i want um the listeners to kind of know where can they find you which places either instagram twitter facebook youtube do you mind kind of sharing your handles with us yeah pretty much across the board it's all father dude i pretty much have uh you know everything's father dude if you search father dude you will find me i'm most active on instagram and twitter um talking nonsense on twitter like that's it's always a strange thing uh, you know <laughs> i'm a musician i prefer you to obviously go listen to the music on spotify or audius is one of my favorite uh uh, platforms for music as well. Um, but, uh, wherever you go to listen to music, um, I should be there if you search for father dude. And, um, yeah, I would say follow me on Instagram. Um, if you want to check out any more information about father dude, there's father dude.com. Basically, uh, it's a pretty good SEO name. So if you search for me, you'll probably find me and, um, I'll keep you up to date as far as, you know, what I'm, what I'm doing. Got a bunch of new releases, uh, one coming out on the 21st, another single. And then I have the EP coming out after that. And I'll be on the road with Brass Tracks doing a couple little guest spots. And uh, I have another uh, EP coming out at the end of the year. So come over and uh, I will I will keep you abreast of the situation. Well, we would love to have you back, Father Dude, for not only just another episode in the future, but if you have anything you want to promote, I would love to have you back and I would definitely be supporting you and sharing your music 
with um not only my listeners but with my friends and family. I think that you have a great talent, but I think you have a great heart. And I think that plays a huge role with any musician. You really want to get to know the person for who they are. And based on our interactions and talking with you, I can tell that not only you're passionate about your music, but about helping to to feed people. So with what you're trying to convey, and we really appreciate you being here. Jerry, I appreciate that because I've, I got that same sense from you. So I, I appreciate that uh, we found each other to do this today. Absolutely. And I normally end each podcast uh, with a phrase that I normally use. So I always say, let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. So I always like to tell people that we all are unique and we have our own experiences, but we can create whatever canvas we choose. And I'm so grateful to not only know who you as a person, but I'm here for you whenever you need me. I appreciate that, man. Vice versa. All right. Well, you have a great rest of your evening and we thank you so much for being a part of Black Canvas. Thank you so much. Have All a right. Go- okay, you too. I'm not afraid.